Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello. In this week's podcast, I want to talk about getting a little bit more honest in the workplace. I mean, really, we do want to have some honest conversations and some proper information sharing. Uh, Let's face it, none of us want to operate in a silo. Agility, speed, handling change, adapting, innovating, they all require us to have a clear picture of what's actually really going on and not just what we'd like to think is going on. To make it harder, as we become more and more senior in our leadership, and I'm not actually meaning old here, (laughs) I'm meaning the other use of the word senior, there are times when people filter what they say for a whole heap of reasons, including not wanting to disappoint us. Now, it's always easier to listen to those who are telling us exactly what we want to hear or expect to hear. And when we hear something that we don't anticipate or we don't like, then we sometimes shut down and our tone becomes one of telling the other person they've messed up and disappointed us. So I'm going to share a few thoughts on how we can productively stay in the conversation and encourage more honesty and information sharing. Now, responses that shut conversations down are comments like, we've already looked at that, no, that won't work because, no, that's wrong because, Who put this together? The numbers information must be wrong. In other words, I don't believe this. Oh yeah, well, Fred's on his hobby horse again, or Fred never listens. Some of these seem really innocent, and depending on your relationship with that particular person, may, may actually be okay. But when other people are part of the conversation, then things may not always be interpreted or taken the way we meant. So how do you invite honesty and information sharing, or putting it another way, how do we stay in the conversation when we've heard something we don't like or expect? So here are some replies that actually encourage the furthering of the conversation and more information sharing. Okay, so you think X, Y, Z, so you're summarising what you've heard, tell me more. Oh, I didn't think that was the case. What's changed? Um, I've got a different experience, opinion, point of view, so let's explore how we've arrived at our respective conclusions. Another one, that's interesting, how did you come up with that data or arrive at that conclusion? Now, of course, you know, your tone here is important. That's interesting in a kind of, with a tone of judgment, or that's interesting with the tone of curiosity, very different. Okay, so... um, We're back to Fred. So we could turn around and say to Fred, Fred, this is clearly important to you. What is it that you think I'm missing? Or Fred, I'm not sure if I've explained myself as clearly as I would like. Can you tell me what it is that you you think I've said? Now, (laughs) to, to quote the words of Spandau Ballet, communication let me down and I'm left here. 
Uh, communication is most definitely an art form, one I am still practising. But what helps me review how well it went or where I think I might have got it all lost in translation is remembering what exactly makes up communication. So to be 100% powerful, then we have to remember that words are 7% of that. Our tone of voice is 38% and our body posture or body language is 55%. So words are clearly important. Take a sentence like, you did a great job. And if the tone you say it in or surround it with in an email doesn't match, it's dismissed, possibly even interpreted as sarcasm or insincerity. If they can see you whilst you're saying it, then any mismatch between body language and tone or words is even greater in impact. Here's an even scarier fact. Most people in a conversation are in one of two modes. Speaking or waiting to speak. Very few are listening and even fewer are actively listening. And I cover that in another podcast, which is a powerful leadership skill. And I do encourage you to listen to that podcast and practice and develop the skill. So as a leader, we must remember that we never have all the answers. And if we do, then it's probably a sign that we A, aren't delegating enough, B, we're working at the wrong level, C, we are definitely shortchanging the organisation, or D, we think we're God. Yep, our ego is now running the show and invariably setting us up for an enormous fall. So virtually all leaders I work with mention being a role model. And as you practice opening up conversations, when you hear something unexpected, you're going to notice over time others begin to start and do the same thing. You're also going to notice that what people share with you and the speed with which they come and share this with you is going to shift and you'll see an improvement. I mean, you can implement all the lean and agile practices that you want, but actually without people being honest in communication and sharing information, those practices and systems are only going to get you so far. I said at the beginning, agility, speed, handling change, adapting, innovating, all require us to have a clear picture of what's really going on. And if we want that, then we've got to start and practice or at least pay attention to how we are responding when something is said that we didn't expect. Until next time. 